Have you heard about Tampa's newest all-natural skincare brand? All-natural skincare is cruelty, paraben, sulfate, and gluten-free. It's made with plant-based European ingredients sourced from all around the Mediterranean region. You can visit their website and see all the available product lines at Pell, that's P-E-L-L-E hyphen natural, N-A-T-U-R-A-L-E dot com. And for all my listeners, I'm offering a 10% discount with code STEPH10. Hey guys, welcome back to Discontinued Now What? It has been a hot minute, but guess what? It's okay. Sometimes we need a hot minute to take a breath, take a relax, you know what I mean? And here with my girl, Jamie. Hello, Hello. everyone. I have greetings, greetings. Yes, we've missed you all. We've missed you all. (laughs) And, you know, and it's funny because, you know, how Jamie and I always talk about certain things before we, we hop on and we're actually talking about some really good stuff. And what's interesting is that I was telling Jamie, I said, you know, we're having all these these kind of deals and stuff real estate wise kind of coming in. And she asked me, she's like, what do you think changed? And I said, I go, honestly, I think it's from working at the store. So I got a little part time job at William Sonoma just to kind of get number one out of the house to meet new people. But I don't think it was just the store. It's like like Jamie was saying, it was an energy shift. It was an energy shift of, of, you know, not feeling, what was I saying? Not feeling stagnant, not feeling yeah. like, okay, what was me? Like, what am I going to do? Like that fear factor that comes in, especially when you're moving into a new city or moving into a new business, lack. Um, yeah. that, le- that lack energy, you know, kind of dissipated a little bit and, you know, it's still there. Of course, it's always going to be there, but we have a a way of, you know, there's, there's ways to move that kind of energy around and, you know, what would be maybe a good thing for me instead of saying, okay, I have to go get a part-time job to move this energy around. Like what would be, Jamie, what do you think something that somebody can work on to kind of shift that energy um, out of that kind of like, I'm stuck in this box. I can't move, you know, I'm in this new business. I don't have clients or whatever the case may be like kind of shifting out of that mindset? Well, I think two things. One, it's it's kind of an individual process in that here we're going to go to the, I think Project 369 will help with this as well, mm-hmm. to kind of take a look and jot down these shifts in these things you're starting and what progress it's created. Like with you, you know, the byproduct of you doing that, I don't think it was because of Williams-Sonoma that this opened right. up. But because you're doing that and then having a log so that you can reproduce it if you get stuck again in some way, say, okay, this worked last time. How can I do that this time and see if it gets rolling again and and get a little scientific about it, about your your, your energy and your spirituality. It's kind of interesting to do that, but I love taking the notes and seeing how I can maximize it or reproduce it. So that's one aspect of it. If you've already seen it happen you know, to try to go back and say, okay, what, what was I doing? How did I feel different when I was going there as opposed to when I was struggling um, and in trying to push through an area, mm-hmm. uh, maybe with a personal project or, or things like that, that just wasn't moving. The energy wasn't moving. So how, how do you feel different inside? Maybe the words are, you feel a little freer, a little more social, the energy exchanges are going around more positivity. Um, yeah. We're able to share 
some of your input creatively in a different way, but yeah. you're able to work that creativity, um, which is the sacral chakra, you know, down there that has, you know, fun, pleasure, creativity, um, will, all that stuff. So you kind of get that engine moving. Um, well, I do like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really has to do with those lower chakras, I think, with that sort of thing, like the um, solar plexus, sacral and root, getting those mm -hmm. guys that I see it as like a steam engine, kind of getting that rocket and rolling and then moving. Yeah. And it may not look with your real eyes or your analytical eyes like what you want the outcome to be but just get the energy going and then start playing with it and manipulating it because you're got, you got the engines going again now where can you share that creativity in an area that you may have planned out for yourself personally like yeah. um you know for some people maybe it's getting out on podcasting or getting out doing that but once you get the engines going it's kind of like you have this amount of energy now to work with um but sometimes you need a kickstart, I think. That's what it is. That totally, totally, totally. I totally get what you're saying because that's this is always telling Jamie. This is kind of what what like kind of my playbook was when I first started in real estate. You know, it was, you know, I had a sale and that was great. But then it was just this lull, this this time of like, okay, nothing is happening, nothing is happening. I was like, okay, maybe I get a part-time job or whatever. And I did the same thing. It was at Sir Latub, which is basically like a William Sonoma knockoff, which I think is hilarious you know, kind of thinking back. And I was there maybe a couple of months. And then I just started getting, you know, listing after buyer after listing and all that stuff. And then I kind of I just left there. Because I didn't need to be, you know, number one on my feet <laughs> for so many hours. Yeah. And I was, you know, I was working on other stuff. So that was that was really great. But so you know, I'm really like glad. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I know. I'm glad. I'm glad that you brought up the the, the project 360 because I was telling you before I left on my trip, I got the the bundle, and it was. I love the way that it's set up now. I mean, I liked it before, but like I was telling you, you know, when when I was doing some of the things, I was like, I go, this is kind of like rep repetitive, which is great, but repetitive in a sense is like like nothing else. I felt was getting pulled out, for lack of a better term. But like now this one is the, so this is, I got the wealth consciousness, the key to prosperity book, and I'll, I'll send the links and stuff like that. So this oh, yeah. is like, this has so much more information and illusion of hard work. Um, you know, I am different things like your current position. And then it tells you like different things of like what you can do. Like one of them is uh, what were the attitudes and beliefs about money in my childhood? Were they positive or negative? Do I still believe them? How do you feel about them? Like things like that, like that's pretty powerful to me. And of course it it's has like little powerful. things like, it, it's you know, you don't about, think about it. Coaching. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it, but you're taking it home to, you know, and this is for clients too. So I really want those links so I can share them with my clients. I have for one sure. client who surprised me. Um, and he said, have you seen this book, Jamie? And he puts it on Zoom. I'm like, I have actually. <laughs> he's like, I've been working at it three times a day and doing this and that. And he's he's staying on track. He's feeling in a rut, but he's doing the work. And he's working through his stuff um, yeah. and finding out new things about himself because he's sitting down for a second and answering some of these internal questions. And guys, it can be so freaking powerful to sit still and answer the question. Yeah. Honestly, it's, without it is tough. Question, 
It's tough. That's true. It is. It is. It is. I cannot wait to get my hands on one. Yeah, because you you get, you know, you get antsy. You get like, oh, my gosh, should I talk about this? Should I say about this or whatever? But I think this will help me to not only move forward with the way that I feel about money, but also, you know, something that happened to me that, you know, I told you about, Jamie, that I have not shared publicly that I will. But I think after doing this, I'll have a better, I guess you could say, footing of how to talk about it. So I'm very, very excited. I think that was one of the reasons of why I wanted to get the wealth consciousness book and set in the manifesting and all that stuff. I could use that as well. Um, One of my business coaching, um, um, I'm a part of a a mastermind there. And one of them is kind of a spiritual oriented um, uh, wellness coach for mm-hmm. and, and in in the day job is a CPA so really does know about numbers yeah but also the spiritual blocks and stuff and it is always interesting to hear what she has to say on the mastermind calls with us you know I can't exactly pick her brain um but I know I get such a hit and such a magnetized draw to what she's saying I know that's something I need to address in 2024 sit down for and sure. address it couple few years ago, I addressed it on one level and I saw the benefits and I've seen them, but there is more. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Like the onion, right? Like the onion. There's always layers. There's always layers. And, and, and I love that we, you know, we usually don't talk about money so much, but in, in terms of like, just kind of having that mindset. And I think that's, that's the most important thing. And it's really tough. And I, and I get it. Trust me, guys. Like, I've, you know, been on cloud nine and then I literally got the rug, you know, pulled out from under me. But I think for me, that was more, it wasn't a like, what was me? It was like, okay, this is a lesson for me not to do this again, for me not to have this happen again. And I talked to you about this a while ago, Jamie. I was like, I go, okay, there's reason why certain things keep occurring, little things, but noticeable things that I'm like, okay, why? Why am I here again? Why why is this happening again? It's because there's a certain lesson there that has to be not only learned, but learned and executed and accepted kind of thing. There's so many things and so many moving pieces of 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 work, of life, of you know, getting getting wiser. I don't say getting older, of getting wiser, you know, and there are so many things that I want to do and I wanna achieve. Um, you know, not for anybody else, but for myself. So like, I'm kind of at the point of like, okay, this is what I want to do. And I'm going to like balls to the walls. Like I'm going to do it. Like it's going to happen. So having that like clearer mindset of like what you actually want to do is important. It is super important because it's, it's, it's hard as an entrepreneur to be like, because you can do so much, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And there's so many things and so many options of what you can do with, with social media, with real estate, with, you know, with spiritual, with this, with that. But it's like, what makes you happy? Like, what makes you feel good? Like, what is it that you really can do for a long time and not feel like it's a long time? You know what I mean? And, and burnout's a real thing. It is a real thing. If it is are a out of real balance, thing. It, even mm-hmm. if this is your passion, um, and I have felt it from time to time over the years, 
Um, and it's, it's a passion. I know this is a purpose, but I have felt almost resentment in certain times. And I'm like, where's this coming from? And yeah. when I unpack it, it comes from an imbalance, mm -hmm. a, a, a bad ROI in the spiritual yeah. world, right? <laughs> Putting yeah. out more than you are receiving back to fulfill, not in a greedy way, but to just yeah. keep dang tanks filled. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, the literal gas tanks, as well as my internal tank. <laughs> For sure. You know? yeah. So it can happen even when you're following your life purpose, but constantly checking in helps avoid the burnout where you just kind of like you know what everybody can take a walk <laughs> yeah and go it, there we don't we don't definitely don't want to go there but it's like you know like we were talking about before it's it's you know in real estate as well it's i think in in any entrepreneurial business whatever it is it's something that is it, it, the business that is coming solely from you and only you and not really anybody else yes you have clients you have uh, uh customers and all that stuff but you there's a way to, I guess, for lack of a better term, teach your customers, your clients, how your business runs. We're typically not a nine to five or an eight to four, or whatever the time is. You know what I mean? Typically, we're not that way. But I think teaching them, hey, listen, between this time and this time is when I read emails. So you'll get a response between this time. If it's something urgent that is very urgent or whatever, you know, especially you that you're dealing with websites, SEO and all that stuff, you know, something they got a hack or something, whatever the case may be. It's a different situation. I understand that. Sites down. <laughs> huh? Sites down. Or yeah, sites down. Horrible. Yeah, something. Yeah, some some craziness like that. Okay, different story. But, you know, it's it's teaching the, the clients and the customers. Okay, this is the this is my response time. This is my email checking time or whatever. You know, I listen to... Um, I don't know if you guys have ever listened to it. it's called the him and her podcast so it's uh god what is her name lauren lauren bostick and michael bostick it's a married couple they've been together for eons and she says she's like i'm terrible at emails and um and text messages she goes it'll take me two weeks to respond to a text message but if somebody calls me i'm going to pick up the phone but emails i only check my emails twice a day because there's so many other things that we have to do for the business, for the podcast, for my kids, for my husband, you know, like I block everything and I have this time that this is the time I look at my emails and I put out fires because if I do it all day long, nothing will get accomplished. And I think that's a great thought process in actual kind of schedule. Be like, okay, well, I do it from this time to this time in the morning, maybe once in the morning, once in the afternoon, whatever the case may be. And plan your day that way so you can have the time to go to lunch, go, you know, to go to do self-care, go get a manicure, go, you know, sit in the corner and just think for yourself. You know what I mean? Because you'd need that, that, that time and that kind of like that downtime of like not thinking about anything and not working on anything because, you know, when we have our own business, Yes, we have to work, 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 and we have to get, you know, get the results, get the results, get the results for sure. But like Jamie was saying, if we keep doing that and that's the, that's the constant and that is the way you do your business for five to 10 years, 20 years, whatever, you're going to get burned out. So you have to carve out that time of like, okay, I need a minute. So let me get, let me take this two days off, this day off, this week off, whatever the case may be. So you're not feeling 
resentful. So you're not feeling pissed off. So you're not feeling, why am I doing this? Nothing is happening kind of thing. Yeah. Do you remember the book, uh, The Four-Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss? That was out in the Yes. I've never read it. Okay, so I've been, so so funny, about... I've been hearing about this like the last two weeks. I was like, okay, I got you, universe. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it was like 2008 or 2010 that I read it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I started modeling after that because when I that's when I started um, my own um, business. I, I left the corporate world uh-huh. and started my own and I'm like okay this is where it's at and this is before there was really remote workers and stuff so it was very forward thinking yeah. of like fucking the system and reclaiming your life and being efficient in you know offloading tasks to um you know a team developing yeah. a team and all that stuff but he's very defined with his boundaries and it's mm-hmm. almost to the point where I'm like wow well aren't you like the prince there with that but now i see yeah make the choice make the boundaries and if your information what you have to offer is good they will uh, you know follow the bound they'll still want you won't turn them away you know or turn them off, if you will because yeah. you know hopefully at this day and age they'll actually respect that you're time blocking and maybe see it as something they might employ as well instead mm-hmm. of how it was received back in the day but I think, you know, that's probably, you know, some, some things are dated in it now, but the concept is still good. The, the yeah. bones of it is still good um, in, in managing yeah. time and the efficiency, because he is all about efficiency and he does all these different tests. And you've seen him, he has a podcast on ways he's optimized this and, you know, cut down the the uh, amount of learning needed for this to optimize results. So it's all sciencey with that. But taking that through there's so many people that have said that in different ways it is so timeless is what i'm trying yeah. to say <laughs> yeah i love it no, i love it i'm trying to say it's a timeless thing that everybody needs but i think you know that's important way. is is that you know somebody comes around like that and says it's possible like it's it, it is possible to work four hours a day and be you know very successful but it's it's you know, Ed Milet says the same thing. He's like, you know, I have basically in 24 hours, I, I block it out like I have three days. So I, I block out this time in the morning from this to this. I do everything that I would do in my eight hour day in three or four hours because I'm able to do that because I have a team around me. Like you said, I have a team around me that can help me with stuff that I don't really need to be a part of that I just need to be in and out for 10 minutes or whatever in a meeting or in a conference call or whatever the case may be. He's like, it is possible. Every, like, like everyone says, everyone has the same 24 hours in a day. It's how you actually take those 24 hours and make them work for you. And I think that's genius because it's true. Like time is a, is a man-made thing. You know what I mean? It's the morning, the night, like that, like we've, we've accomplished the, the, okay, there's 24 hours and it's the next day. It's the next day. It's the next day, whatever the case may be. But I, I really love that, that there's, there's people showing us that it's possible. It's a possible, it's a possibility to be able to, you don't have to work eight hours in, in one day on one thing. You can have, you know, 10 things or whatever the case may be, you know? I am living proof, not now, but there was a period after reading that, that it was a couple years after that, 
that things got organized. And this is when I was just doing the digital marketing agency. Mm -hmm. I had that. I mean, by one o'clock, one thirty, I was at the beach. Yeah. It was everyone just thought that I had some weird lifestyle of just surfing or bodyboarding and that's it because I'm always at the beach. <laughs> but I had it tuned and dialed in. I had mm -hmm. the right amount of clients. They were on the system. I got up, got my coffee, did the system. It was done. So unless there was a crisis, I was good for the day. I did yeah. what I needed to do for the day. And I had a very now inflation, all the other things. Uh, so a cost of living in general and insurance of course, yeah. had gone up, so it's adjusted. But at that period, it was a sweet spot. And it was a couple years of that. And it hit, in a, actually, now I remember, um, like 2009 to 2012, or maybe 2010 to 2012, there's two or three year period of that goodness. Yeah. And I remember it because had I not done that, it would have been difficult. My mom passed during that period and I mm -hmm. checked out. So I needed a lot of checkout time and just bare minimum, but I had set yeah. up these systems. So I didn't have to do much more. Everything was rolling well, no crises because I set it up well and everything was, you know what I mean? If you get your stuff right, if you take yeah. the time to, in its system, and that's uh, something in, innately I have trouble with, with ADD, it's these systems. But when you mm -hmm. get it right, and boy, it was a blessing because I was able to take that time to yeah. be away mentally, you know, when my mm -hmm. mom passed, you know, uh, well, 2013 life got a little different and changed a little with pricing yeah. and, stuff. So, and, you know, but the point is it's doable systems, evaluate, audit, you know. Where and I think that's why money. people have these multiple businesses because they're able to, like you said, evaluate their audit. What What's the process that's working for, for this, this business right here? Evaluate, audit that. What will work for this one? Evaluate, audit that. You know, because there's people that have five, six, 10, 15 businesses. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that you have to have that, but it's it's feasible. Again, evaluating, auditing, seeing the process and getting a team. And teams are not that expensive. Now, especially with virtual assistants and, and all this stuff, sure, it's a, it's a learning curve like anything else. You know, I have a girlfriend, she does um, high-end uh, handbags online. And she's like, you know, I have, uh, I have a team in Bangladesh that's helping me out. She's like, it's a learning process. She's like, but I'm so grateful because there's stuff that they're helping me with that it would take me days to do. Now it's, you know, within three or four hours, it's done. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, it's, 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 it's possible. Yeah. So. You do definitely have to go through the learning curve with that. There was, um, mm -hmm. in, uh, 2020, was it 2020 or 2021? I don't know. Uh, sort of pandemic, but getting out of the pandemic, I, I was working with um, a team overseas, a small team, but, uh, you know, there's interesting things going on there too. They have rolling mm -hmm. blackouts, didn't know about. So yeah. work wasn't getting done and I, I had to learn and get a hold of them and understand, okay, that's a, that's a whole country thing. It's not that they're not doing this or that. So there's a learning curve there. But they were very eager to, you know, work with you and help. So if you find the right team, 
Yeah. Hold on to them because amazing things them. can happen in your life. You have to do a little taste testing, if you will. Of, of oh, for them. sure. For sure. But and it's fine. Like you said, out. it's finding the right people and, and, and seeing exactly what you need. So I had this, this call about, it was about virtual assistants and she's like, well, what is it that you want to do? And, and I think that question for me was like, I don't know if I want to do real estate, like in the long run. Yes, it's helpful now and I can, you know, do it and stuff like that. I go, but that's not what I want to do in the long run. I want to do other stuff. I want to do the podcast and digital marketing and all that stuff that I've been doing because I can do it from anywhere. I don't have to physically be somewhere, you know, yeah. and especially with the partner that I've chosen in my life, you know, we love to travel and that's, that's amazing, but it's like, okay, what is it that I, I am able to do financially for myself that will be abundant and I can do from wherever it is that I may, might be in the world. So I think, you know, evaluating and seeing, you know, okay, what, what I really want to do that was like the best conversation that I had, like that literally like not so much changed my life, but it changed my perspective of like, okay, Steph, like what is it that you really want to do? And having that internal conversation, you know what you want your life to be. And I think it's important for you to, you know, take, take hold of those reins and make it possible. You know, not saying, you know, dump your job, you know, or your, your, your corporate job or whatever and go all in, like slowly see like, what the processes are and, and, and what's sustainable. Yeah. You know? And it's not overnight guys. When For sure. You know, I had this conversation with Colby uh, last Friday night about, and this is in the spiritual realm about students, yeah. you know, wanting this to, to kind of be at our level and, and have the results right, you know, within a couple months and I think because we are so open and, and, and generous with teaching and stuff and encouraging mm -hmm. them that they have forgotten that it took us 13 years to get here. And so yeah. we're having a big talk on that at some point, or I'll mm -hmm. have one. I don't know, but it needs to be addressed again because the, the expectations are off, you know, yeah. why am I not reading Tarot for clients in, in four months? Well, I mean, you can, but like, the stuff that we have gained and gathered has taken 13 years of tweaking and working mm -hmm. our stuff out, working with the universe and things like that. <laughs> yep. But even taking it to a practical sense, you know, what I know now in the di digital marketing agency, oh, I was so green when I started. Like I made so many mistakes and got unpaid bills from people. And, you know, yeah. there's so many things that you have to work out and learn. So, my advice is always, as I think you're kind of getting to, is moonlighting on what you do want to do. For sure. Well, say, you know, okay, you work in healthcare, you're there, and you can't see how you could just drop that and leave and do what you want. So start working it in and yeah. moonlighting in small ways. And at some point, it'll start just what happened with the spiritual business. Um, it was something I did in spare time to start. And mm -hmm. all of a sudden, the demand was higher than the other. Yeah. You know, uh, so. And see if you even like the thing, because you, my, I might say, oh, I want to be a painter. And then it comes down to it. And I'm like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. This is not what I thought it was going to be. You yeah, know, you don't the, quit the, your day the job and buy a, a paint place and a bunch of paints and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do now. We don't Correct. know. <laughs> you like to do it, but it has good sides and bad sides. You got to write it out. So. 
Moonlight, guys. Yeah. Moonlight, test it out. It allows you to stay creative because sure. circling all the way back to the beginning of the discussion when you talked about how you worked out the kinks in the first time by going to work at a place, what the two words I saw as a common denominator was being of service and creativity. You're able to let those parts of you shine, which seem to kick out the wheel. Yes, queen. Get out, get it spinning. We didn't kick it out because that'd make you stuck. Creativity <laughs> and service. Right, but being of you service, know, you enjoy helping people. And that's a beautiful thing. You know, there are many humans out there that help people with strings or help them because they want to receive something back. You just enjoy helping people sometimes, you know? I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do. I do. So Perfect. I think those are two things that popped out to me when you mm -hmm. were talking. So, And yeah. I really like that you said that because, you know, in, in, in Tampa, I was so much of service. So I was, you know, at the, at the peg legs, you know, I was, I yes. was doing that. I was doing rotary. I was doing all that stuff. And I haven't, I haven't gotten into that here yet. You're very much and, foundations and all kinds of galas and mm -hmm. things that, you know, uh, uh, what's I going to say? Um, fundraising type things. Yeah. Did I say that already? Um, the other F word, foundations. I don't know. Whatever. Point is, being of service. <laughs> fundraising. Fundraising. Yeah. Fundraising. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> There's not enough coffee in this day. You see my cup? You see my cup? I tried. Naughty nice. I tried. <laughs> I tried. Whatever. That's awesome. I love it. And I, and I love that this conversation comes at such a, such a wonderful time of the year. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, we, we always say, you know, maybe, maybe try, you know, your first quarter, you know, even if you're not in the corporate world, you know, pretend like you are, you know, the first three months, reevaluate things, see how that went, see what you could do better. And maybe put those, those things of like, okay, maybe I can do this in this next set of three months, you know, just try to kind of do something like that to see, you know, how, how you end at the end of the year, you know, we have two weeks till the end of, of 23, you know, there's, there's so many things that of course we want to do. We want to say, we want to be able to accomplish, um, you know, sometimes you don't have to put a time limit on it. You know what I mean? A, a lot of people have this, this thing of like, oh, by this day, I want to do this or by this. That's a great idea or great kind of, how do you say? When you're, when you're doing a, a plan, when you're planning out certain things, okay, by this time, I want to be able to this. Okay. And if you don't get there, like, don't be upset. Why? Maybe projection. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Reflection, like a projection time, baby. We're doing yes. some reflection on this year and projection on what we're going to achieve next year. Reflection. And what we want to nix out of the party. 86 that. I like that. And reflection to me personally mm -hmm. is much less active than, you know, auditing. Reflection to me the only thing I have to do is set aside quiet time. Yeah. And just allow it to flow. 
instead of you know some very active auditing and and crunching numbers let's just take some time to reflect and yeah. reflection includes things that really made you happy even small things like yeah that was really fun when we did that and yeah i really hated that other thing honestly i hate to say it but i really hated it so it gets yeah. 80 but just it's a more peaceful way to take a look without judgment just what you yes. like what you don't so let's say I like that. Time. I'm going to do it. I'm going like to dag on time before the new year and just be and just reflect. I like this. I don't like this. And it's okay if you don't like something, even if the world says you're supposed to like it. Guys, if you don't like it, you don't like it. You don't like it. You don't like it. Yeah. That's it. That's, That's it. Oh. Hell yeah. I love that. I yeah. love that. Reflection and projection. I'm going to write that down too. Yeah, that write that shit down. That's good. a good one. That is a good one. and projection. Now, this projection is not projecting your feelings, folks. This is more like an analysis projection of, you know, a, a scope of work for you. Yeah. Your own personal scope of work. So it's a different type of projection. Just saying. I like it. I so like it. I love it. This is this is good talk. I felt good. This is good. As always, it's it feels good. I I feel good. You feel good. Um. Yeah. Hopefully we have to. Do. Hopefully, <laughs> the people feel good. I hope this is helpful. I mean, it was helpful for me. I yeah. I got some good nuggets out of it for sure. There you go. And yeah. you know, folks out there listening, um, I'm sure you will hear this before the first of the year, and you know, just have some grace in what I hear most when I see clients and from students is so much of this external um, expectation on them. You know, yeah. well, you're supposed to like this. You're supposed to do that. Well, you wouldn't be a good mom if you did that or a good sister or a good coworker or mm -hmm. something. We need you to just tune up, turn that dial down to mute yeah. when you reflect. And what do you like? Just yeah, because everybody wants to put their expectation on you because I've, I've had it. Well, why, why aren't you doing this here? Why aren't you doing that? Why can't you do that? I'm like, I am, but thank you. Thank you for your <laughs> feedback, remember? Thank you for your feedback, yeah. Yes. And some people will find that they have been told these things since they could understand words you know mm -hmm. it came from the family so this may be a little bigger than they anticipated this could be a, a a release or a breakthrough just sitting down and asking you know there are a lot of people that have not sat still sat still yet um and said what do i want because yeah. i felt guilty for doing that I really love that you said that because I was like, I was telling you before, before we started recording the gentleman with the gong, the spaceship, sp spaceship that I was yes, telling you about yes. the spaceship. Yes. So he works with the shaman. His name James is Hits, and I'll get you guys. Yes. His, he goes by Hits, and I'll, and I'll send you guys the link. I'll, I'll, I'll put it as best as I can into the thing. We're going to find it. We're going to get it situated. Cause I'm telling you guys, like he is absolutely amazing, but he has this this metal um, spaceship where he hangs these gongs and it's probably like five or six or seven gongs, really large ones. And then another five or six smaller ones. 
and he hits them and the vibration, it's just sound therapy to the max. Like I literally got out of there and I cried and he has a really good, um, not shtick, but this, this, this kind of thing. He goes, guys, he wears a NASA, um, a NASA uh, sweatshirt. And he goes, welcome to the spaceship guys. Like he's just fantastic. And then after he's like, I'm so glad you guys, you know, got to take this ride. You know, if you have any questions, whatever, blah, blah, blah. After that kind of experience that it was just like the vibration was just so intense. Like I started crying and I was just like, wow, this is so helpful. Like this is so like people need to see this. People need to feel this, experience this. Right. And I really love that he was, you know, he was talking to us as he was setting up the, 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 his, his thing. Because, you know, we are conditioned so much from when we're so small that yes. you can't do this, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, you're you're taking on all of this stuff from your parents, your mom, your ancestors and all this stuff. And you're basically bringing it with you. And you have no idea what this baggage is, what this luggage is, whatever this, these feelings, these fears. But you're told to carry it. Exactly. Yeah. And I really love that he said this he, because, you know, he was telling me, he's like, you know, I didn't have a really, you know, great relationship with my mom. And then we finally kind of just, you know, my shaman was telling me that with my ancestors, we have to, you know, kind of, you know, talk with the females and work on the females. And now that they have this amazing relationship. And I was just like, you know, for somebody to come to a point and and have these reflections and these thoughts and this and their wherewithal to be like, you know what, I'm going to work on this relationship with you. Whoever the you is, whether it's the moms, the dads, sister, brother, family, whatever, uh, you know, partner, whatever you, it is. But having that, I guess, is it higher vibration? Is it is it that just that thought of be like, okay, this is what I need to work on to, you know, move things forward and to bridge that that gap that we have in our family to bridge that gap or to even bridge the, from one generation to the next, like, what is that? What is that really called? Like, what is that kind of, is it vibration? Is it, is it like, you're so like, like having, so like when I had asked him, I was like, I go, what was really that point of where you decided, okay, this is what I need to do to have a better relationship with my family or, or that my partner, like, like, what is that called when somebody actually has that kind of like switch turned on? Is it well, because they're they're healed we, enough? Maybe I think we liken it to when we're looking through our higher self version instead of mm-hmm. our little version, which has all the, the the broken bits and traumas and triggers and things. It sounds like maybe that you're talking about when you see it from a higher self perspective. Yeah, or your your soul's perspective of seeing things objectively um, from out, out here instead of from the pain part. Is that what you're talking about? Ah, okay. Yeah, because that's what I was, I've always wondered that. So, because he he had brought that up, like, you know, with, with you know, his family and stuff like that. And I was like, go, I wonder what is that point that you decide, okay, this is what I'm going to work on. Or this is, this is the thing that I need to work on. I just wonder, like, when when is that kind of, is it when you're you're healed enough to be like, okay, I can look more outside in versus being kind of in the thick of it that you're healing enough of that those broken bits or to be like okay. it hits you so hard that you cannot not heal it. Okay. You know, so there's a couple ways to get 
there. You know, as you're healing and your vibrations raising, you are mm -hmm. able to more uh, times than not see with compassion and kindness the situation instead of fight mode. Right. Um, but also in the thick of it, and sometimes we call that shadow work that sneaks up on us, it had bubbled up in such a way there's no nothing else to do other than work through it. You know, it has made itself painfully known. So now yeah. to take some action on it, even if it's messy action. So I think there's two ways, either the healed and taking a look back and how can I further heal from that? Or it's happening now like a volcano. So yeah, what do I need to do? You know, that's the two ways that I've kind of seen it happen. And it's actually happened in me. Like it got thrown at me. At different mm -hmm. times, which I don't love, by the way, guys upstairs. <laughs> trying to avoid that. Uh, so I had no other, you know, other than hide under a rock. I had to work on it and deal with it and approach it so that I could stop my suffering. Yeah. Hopefully that answered a little bit. No, it, it yeah, it does. It does. No, because I always wonder because I, you know, I have, you know, people in my life that uh that I wonder like if not so much if, and this is probably bad saying this, but if they will ever get to a point of that, of recognizing me, okay, this is, this is something that I need to work on and how do I work on it? You know, I've been to the therapist, I've been to the psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever the case may be, but how is it that you can still work on it without doing maybe that? Is it something else that they need to maybe kind of focus on? Because there's well, a few people like this. This is why this is, I think, why this is probably coming up. Um, yeah, just back and back in the head. That thing. Are going through actively their spiritual transformation and awakening, those things, mm -hmm. you know, are kind of living more in the mundane world and very much from pain points and and triggers. They're they're actually living through what has happened to them. Does that make sense? Their reaction. Mm -hmm. Reactionary, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're more in that mode. Then the other mode of thinking further through and, you know, larger aspects. So I feel like with those folks, it has to be something that moves them. You have to touch them in some way to where they open up. Yeah. Like for a moment, even they open up to a different perspective. So if you can find it, it's very individual, unfortunately. For sure, for sure, yeah. But when you can find that thing that allows them to soften the walls and open up to a different perspective, not one coming from pain or programming. Pain or programming, baby. Yeah. Um, then you can get through. And sometimes that's all it takes is one time. And yeah. then they say, oh, maybe there's a whole different side to things, you know? But even if it heals and they open up and soften in that one area, that's progress. Super, for sure. It's for maybe sure. not the progress we would love to see as much of, you know, like as much progress, as, but it is project progress technically. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a step. Yeah. So I I can think of one individual that um. He he is very much in the mundane world, and I really have time for all this woo woo crazy stuff. You yeah. Know? Um, but if I can phrase things, a, a situation or, or help him see it in a different way, a lighter way, then he'll preach it to the world, you know, yeah. just gotta find the crack, yeah. you know, and, and then open it a little bit more. So, 
it's it's something. <laughs> it's a process. Like anything, it's a, it's process. a process. Yeah. You know, it's a difference between people that are searching for it now and those that you want to search for it. You know, those that are already searching for it, they've hit it. They're much more yeah. open. They move much faster through this because they are ready. You know, they've taken the step out, you know, through the doorway and, yeah. you know, for whatever reason, either they just had enough of how things were working and they said, okay, this, there has to be something else going on yeah. here because I'm, I'm tired of this. I'm ready for some change. Those folks, they move right along, but the ones that are still stuck holding on tightly to the old programming, mm -hmm. that's tricky. It's tricky. It is tricky. It is tricky. And I, and I, and I see it, I, I see it firsthand and I think it's because it's, it's, you know, like we were saying before, it's that, that comfort zone of, you know, that, you know, what this feels like. So pain or discomfort or whatever it is, you, they already know what this feels like. So I think opening up is that fear of opening up and saying, okay, this could like, this could go away, but this is all I know. Yep. Kind of thing. It does, does take courage. Make sense, right? Yeah. Yes, it does take courage. And, uh, you know, you can always try the whys. Mm -hmm. You know, when they're hard and fast on a uh, on a programming and the way they, they think, if you can somehow take them off guard and say, why is that so important to you? Why is doing it that way so important to you? And then yeah. you force them to kind of stop and look at them you know, stop and look at the programming and the, in the uh, inner workings, which sometimes cracks them wide open because yeah. they, they actually take a look and say, well, I have no idea why it just is. And that's not a good answer. And then, you know, so there's that. <laughs> I'll work on that. I'll work on yeah. that. I like it. I like it. Thank you so much, Jamie. You Absolutely. are fantastic. I'm so glad to see you. you. And yes, uh, hopefully we can do this next week. More routinely. Yes. Yeah. What is next week? Next week, yes. Whoops, oops, I'm throwing things in my excitement. <laughs> no, <laughs> Woo! Woo! New Year's edition. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, let's We can uh, even do a, a poll for the New Year's if you want next year or next year. Not well, next year. Next week. Next week. For next yeah. year. Yeah. I like it. Let's do that. That'll All be right. faster. Beautiful, beautiful guys. Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to stay tuned next week so we get uh, some exciting things for 2024. And hopefully this helped you guys. I know it helped me. Um, you know reflection, projection, you know, and, you know, write us, write us what you are reflecting on and what you're maybe working on in the new year or even yeah, at the end of this year. We'd love to hear it, have questions, concerns. And if you have somebody that you want us to chat with, we are a thousand percent open to it. Let's, let's get the books rocking and rolling for 2024. We're super excited for what's to come. And yeah, thank you guys so much. Till next Til time. Later. Later. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Please remember to rate and review and also follow us on the gram. So we're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, also on Spotify and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you guys so much for the love and support. See you next time.